Peace and lessons, family. It is your wretched, righteous goddess herself, Dem Chakras. Before we get into the episode, please make sure that you follow us on all social media at D-E-M-C-H-A-K-R-A-S, which is Instagram and Twitter. Make sure that you send in those emails because I love kicking it with y'all at C-H-R-B-R-I-A-N-A, so C-H-R-B-R-I-A-N-A at gmail.com, just so that we can kick it and talk and get into the safe space, move some stuff around, feng shui this bitch a little bit. Um, and just really continue to interact. I'm really enjoying the interaction that we're having as of lately, guys. We have reserved all of our seats for the meet and greet. Whoop! I thank you guys so much. I'm really excited to see you guys. I'm really excited to kick it with you guys. I'm really excited to give you guys these parting gifts, these motivational minutes, the minute of meditation. I am super excited to see you guys, especially for the people who are coming from out of town, like I hope you guys can make it in the event that you guys can't. I definitely understand. But that kind of like shook me Um, because this will be my second personal, like my second solo event. Um, And there are like four or five people that are coming from like out of state or who RSVP that are out of state. And that really like that (laughs) gave me the feels. (laughs) But I really appreciate you guys. I really appreciate each and every family member that has RSVP'd and said that they were going to be there and is just excited to see me because I'm excited to see you guys and I cannot wait to love up on you guys. We are three weeks away from that event. We are four weeks away from Feed the Less Fortunate. Um, Kiara and I are getting everything finished with that. If you guys want more information on Feed the Less Fortunate, make sure that you follow us over at Best Friends Talking Shit. That's BF Talking, so B F T A L K I N G Shit S H I T <laughs> on Instagram and Twitter for more information. Or you guys can email us at Best Friends Talking Shit at gmail.com and we can get everything over to you there. Um, if it sounds like I'm getting sick, I am a little bit under the weather, but I've been drinking my tea, raw honey. Um, I'm gonna get some red clover soon i'm sorry red clove i'm gonna get some red clove soon and i should be go after should be good to go after that um but yeah i am feeling the effects of excuse me fall and fall is uh kicking everybody's ass at this point although we waited a long awaited time for fall hey girl you're here you're a little loud though (laughs) like Tone it down. (laughs) No. Um, But the whole reason for episode 18, I have been doing a lot of smiling and laughing and just being joyful and being me lately, right? And just really excited and really just kind of like elated in everything that's going on around me. And I've noticed that although my family and my friends and my supporters and I I hate to call you guys supporters because you guys are family, but... If we had to, you know, categorize my supporters and just everybody overall just seems to be very, very happy. But again, you always get these people who are just so fucking full of hate. Like they, I'm not even saying like hating. I'm just saying like hate in general. Like they're just very like angry people. And although somewhat bothersome to me, I kind of just like dust it off and I'm just like, whatever, fuck it. But it got me to thinking about hate overall. And how that is like a genetic trait. Like it's it's something that it's it's human. Like a human trait is to hate something. But it's a generational curse that seems to affect all parties involved. So even if you're not the person actually exhibiting the emotion of hate, you're still somewhat affected if you are the person that's being hated. 
And I noticed that the relationship between the two has a lot to do, again, with that generational curse that just can see, just seems to continuously be handed down from one section to another section of family members. Um, <clears throat> the generations, the decades, like it seems like every time somebody has a child, the minutes and fuck shit happens, the child is just always there to see those behaviors. And it's just accepted behaviors. Like it's overall just something that we see and we're just like, Okay, like that's that's fine. We don't ever question it. Like we question it, but we don't ever question it enough in order to delve further into it. And it seems like no matter how much shadow work is done, like granted, you know where it comes from, but that doesn't stop it from happening. And I'm not necessarily saying that hate is something that we can like stop. I just think that there are multiple ways to resolve these issues compared to the way that we're exhibiting these behaviors and we're just accepting everything that's going on. Um... I guess part of the inspiration was me thinking back to Tupac Shakur. So Tupac Shakur had the tattoo Thug Life across the stomach. And a lot of people thought that was just like Thug Life. Um, But the acronym actually stands for the hate you give little infants fucks everybody. And it got me to thinking about the generational curse. Like this generational curse really does stem from the behaviors that we see from a child that we just absorb. Because at the time, you know, children are sponges. When we were children, we were sponges. We're still sponges. We take everything and we soak it up and when you don't have the ability as a child to make decisions on what you can choose to decipher or not really having a moral compass at that point excuse me it allows you to not be able not be able to really dissect between what you're going to keep and what you're going to rid of of emotions until you're old enough but by that time it's been so far absorbed in you that it seems like you have to go through 110 emotions in order to have that shit handled and it's just like what we exhibit in those moments of anger and pure hatred for whatever noun whatever person place thing whatever it is that we're exhibiting this hatred towards it seems like it's always excused like you see some fuck shit happening like police brutality you see that we have a total disdain for that. Like we just, it's distasteful. We have this pure, like uncomfortable relationship with police. And it seems like instead of proactivity, the reactivity is the hatred that we have towards this matter to the point where we just excuse the looting and the rioting and things of that nature. And that seems like what we give the most attention. But if we don't give the attention to the peaceful protests, we're basically stating that this isn't an acceptable way to go. The same thing in life. Like if we really have a disdain for something, like we really don't fuck with it. Like we like, this is some fuck shit. I don't fuck with her. I don't fucking like her. I fucking hate her. I fucking hate him for whatever reason whatever somebody has done to you whatever you do in the midst of you being angry at that point whether you're fucking up somebody's car or you're fighting or just the the overall disgusting words that are coming out of your mouth the failing of the test that creation is giving you and we're going to talk about that the failure of the test that creation is giving you you're basically excused from that because what we tell people is that oh she was just angry like it you know it's okay he was just upset He didn't like what that person did, so that's why he fucked his car up. He didn't like what that person did, so that's why they fought. He didn't like what that person did, and that's why, you know, it is what it is. No, it's not it is what it is because we're handing this down to the generations under us. And it's becoming acceptable behavior. And we're starting to see this more and more in our children and more and more in these younger generations that we are still accepting these behaviors. We're just more critical of them. Like we continue to criticize everything that they do. But as the teacher and as the professor and as the person who has the voice at this point now 
to make some type of change towards the exception, we don't do it. We just accept it. And we just say, listen, kids on some fuck shit. It's got to be something in the water. All these babies got lead. It's the hormones and their food. It's because chicken is too fucking big. We give so many different excuses, but we don't ever sit and think about what it is that we've taught the people that are around us daily in order to do better. And I'm not saying that you can't hate things because hate, again, is a human trait. It's what you do in the face of hate that has so much to do with everything else. And that's why when I thought about Tupac's tattoo, the hate you give little infants fucks everybody, it really made sense to me because I've done some really like horrible shit in my life. Like I'm not perfect by a long shot. Like I've taken people's doors off the fucking hinges. I've fought several people we're not going some shit I'm not going to incriminate myself about but in all honesty it I've done some shit and I honestly think that if I had never sat and really dealt with the hate that I was experiencing for somebody else my child would be in the face of that at all times and little do we remember and far too many times do we forget that a lot of the time our karma hasn't hit us yet so imagine being mean and hateful to somebody and being this totally nasty individual and being this fucked up person and we continue to go through life without a hitch and then all of a sudden it hits our children or it hits the children under you, like your niece, your nephew, it hits your cousin. Your mother did some fuck shit and I was hitting you and you can't figure out what it is, but it's that the karmic energy is being reciprocated based off of some shit that you decided was acceptable. And I think that people tend to forget that. I think that people honestly feel like it's okay to allow this behavior no matter what, because we just kind of look at it as human. I feel like the more that we continue to deal with the mental issues and the the parts of us that we consider problematic, we overlook hate a lot of the time. We We literally get into... Therapy, therapeutic offices and we get into meditation sessions and we get into sound bowl um, situations where we're sitting down and we're sitting with our crystals and we're meditating and we're going to reikis or reikis. We're getting these massages. We're burning different types of sage. We're using the palo santo. We're doing all of this to calm our nerves based on anxiety and based on the this discomfort that we're feeling. But never do we sit for a bit and actually think about why we hate the things that we hate. And when you really think back and you do the shadow work or not even the shadow work but you just sit for a second to figure out why the fuck you just did what you did you realize that even in everybody that you talk to you really fail to listen because it goes in one ear and not the other to the people who tell you that what you did was incorrect because you don't want to hear that because you've already excused the behavior you've already told yourself that well it's warranted because I don't fucking like it I don't give a fuck what you like and what you don't like that doesn't give you the right to go out here damaging other people's fucking property it doesn't give them the right to to discredit what it is that you do I'm not saying any what I'm saying is that the equation that is created when hatred is in Involved is impactful and it seems to impact us in the largest of ways and yet we continue to bypass it because we keep saying that this shit is normal it's not normal it's not normal to have this much hatred in your heart if you really sit and think for a moment about the times where you have really set out to do some shit based on the fact as though you really really hated this shit 
Think about the shit that you were capable of at that point. Like, I want you to think about how you live your everyday life. And then I want you to think for a second about the times where you've done some shit based on the fact that you hated some shit. You were angry. You were resentful. You were vengeful. You were all of these things. I want you to think about the times that war was way more important than peace ever could have been at that point and what you did at that time and how now you have excused those behaviors and said, well, I've grown from it, but you've never dealt with it because if it happens again, you now realize what you're capable of and you go right back to those same behaviors because this is behaviors that you've accepted. This is behaviors that the people around you have accepted because they did not tell you that what you did was wrong and that you shouldn't do it again. What they told you is that it was wrong, but they understand. And we have to stop understanding the behaviors behind hatred. I'm not saying that hate should be taken out of our context ever because I feel like Trying to discredit actually hating something makes no fucking sense because it's something that we all experience. But what I'm saying is that if you pull from this and you say that certain shit just isn't acceptable, if you're a bit more um, cognitive, cognitively functioning during the time that you're reacting to what it is that you you have this amount of hate for, the world would be a lot easier off and a lot better of a place. And I know that sounds cliche, but it's true because we have the ultimate power to control our actions and we don't have the power to control others. But if we can change the narrative so that it sounds better and trying to get people to express that verbally that they dislike something, it drives more of a conversation than it does some type of altercation between two people. Now, the altercations normally stem from you know, the dialogue between others. But imagine the tone of voice that could be used if you proactively deal with your hatred. So you know that going into this, this is the tone of voice that you're going to keep. And if you stop matching people's hate, you'll realize that the situation diffuses way faster. Because people are easily influenced. We as human beings are easily influenced. We're mammals. Mammals are easily influenced. We tend to gravitate to whatever's in our demographic and we It becomes a a cohabitation, like it becomes something that we just envelope. And once we envelop it, we just we go for it and we develop these behaviors and these tendencies based on what's around us. That's why we adapt so well. Some people don't adapt well at all, but we have no choice but to adapt based on based on the climate, based on the demographic, things of that nature. So if you go into this, let's call this your demographic, let's call this your neighborhood, right? If you go into your neighborhood and you know for a fact that you're having some type of like altercation with the person, you're going, you're doing this back and forth with them. If you go into it differently, you go into it with a calm and a level head, but you know, you still know that this is something that you don't like. You go into this with this behavior and they come out with some rah, rah, rah bullshit. If you have enough self-control you have the upper hand in diffusing the matter and being able to walk away with this, the winner, because that's all people ever care about. Like, let's be honest. I personally don't give a fuck. If, listen, we just gonna agree to disagree. I don't have time for this fuck shit. But a lot of people, a lot of people have to come out on top. There's a greater feeling in knowing that this won't happen again than to know that after you fuck some shit up and they find out about it, that they're coming back with a vengeance. Like imagine being able to just diffuse this, nip it in the bud where it is and never have to experience this again. Because what you do to your body at this point going through these tests, because that's what it is. Creation tests you when you verbally admit to hating something. Because creation wants to make sure that you are able to back up what the fuck it is that you're saying. When I see her, it's on site. When I see him, it's on site. That's crazy how the minute that you say that, it seems like 20 seconds later, there's a DM in your motherfucking inbox telling you like, hey, pull up. 
or hey, you know, let's do this. Hey, bitch, whatever the case may be. Creation is really swift with those tests because it wants to ensure that you can stand in the face of what it is that you actually hate and handle your shit. The thing is, is that as adults, we have a better opportunity at handling this shit so that we don't have to handle it again. What it does to your body spiritually is disgusting. What it does to you physically is truly, truly disgusting. Hate distracts from your divine purpose. And when you take time to express your hatred for any kind of noun, you allow creation to create that assessment. So imagine you taking away from the time that you have in a day, in a day, these these seconds, these minutes, these hours that are given to you, gifted to you every day, you wake up and you got your shit together. That feels way better than waking up and being on some fuck shit. And as time goes on, we we have children. We we continue the legacy. Imagine your legacy being like, my mama, she bout that shit, but she bout that shit. You know, like, I think the thing that my son, and the reason why I use my son, for example, is because he's my child. I think the thing that he knows the most about me is that I'm going to protect my being at all costs, but that has nothing to do with hatred. What it has to do is the protection of myself in the event that someone hates me. That's it. That's it. That's the only time that you would see me step outside of my character is when I feel like my peace is being disrupted. I have to get my ecosystem back into stability so I will rid of anything in its way. But that doesn't have anything to do with hate. That is protection. What I'm speaking on is that there is a person out here who may just hate me for the color of my skin. They may just hate me because I'm a woman. They may hate me because I'm always so positive. They may hate my spiritual journey. These people I might come into contact with because what they're stating aloud is that they don't like me and it just so happens that I am being the being that they don't like. So now that negative that negativity and my positivity because opposites attract are now attracted to each other where we're vibing on two different frequencies but both parallel from each other that now we've we've crossed paths so it gives them the opportunity to be about that life but again i'm about my shit but i'm about my shit and i don't have time for it there's a huge difference and that's what i'm trying to instill in the generations below me what i'm not trying to do is i'm not trying to have these kids fully influenced by the media and what they're seeing each and every time something happens. I don't have time to be picking my children up from precincts. I don't have time to be visiting these young people at morgues. I don't have time to keep attending these funerals because it hurts so bad. I can only influence those around me that are willing to listen. But imagine you being the voice that they respect and you're able to prove to them that although you have a distaste for something, that does not warrant the behaviors behind it. You don't have to swing on a soul. There's no need for these bullets to keep taking away from people who have no relation to you these bullets don't know anybody by name they have no role to play other than the violent role bullets only do what it is for them to do and that's to eliminate the people around them so imagine putting that gun those bullets in the hands of a person who truly doesn't give a fuck about let's say uh a congregation of people, right? Like based on religion, because we've seen it. Let's say that somebody has a true disdain for their parents and the people around them that anybody in a happy family, they want to take out hate. Hate is surrounded by so many like peaceful things. And we have the opportunity to be the voice that this person with all of this hate respects. So if you notice that this younger person is looking up to you, why not be the voice that lets them know that what you're doing at this moment in the midst of you not liking something doesn't have to be the permanent behavior in your being change this you have the opportunity to change this and in changing this what you do is you in gift you gift yourself the opportunity to be happier you take away from the health 
the negative health impacts on your body. Hate, hate does something to your physical being. I promise you there are true symptoms of hate and you can look it up. When I sat down and I did the research behind hatred and what it does to the body when you're experiencing these large adrenaline rushes based on negativity, it does something to your brain waves. But on top of that, the symptoms, these, these are the symptoms of hatred. They include feelings of animosity, anger, resentment, disgust, heart palpitations, nausea, itchy skin, acne, sleeplessness, restlessness, lack of appetite, increased or decreased sex drive, increased homicidal thoughts, increased stress level, clenched jaw, changes in cholesterol and blood sugar. Imagine, imagine that the same thing that you are feeling physically, the same thing that is resonating through your spirit by soul thought is the same thing that happens when you could, when, when medication is enveloped into your body. Imagine, imagine you ingesting medication. Okay, because if you ingest medication, these things are happening. So these are side effects. So the same thing that you can do to yourself without medication could be the same thing that is ingested through your body through something foreign. Anger is not foreign to you, but anger is not the usual. So that's why it does what it does. And I think sometimes we poison our systems full of this. And then over time, what happens is that the poison is just continuously running through our bloodstream that the minute that a child, because I'm speaking for women at this point, are within our womb, what we do is we birth this and if you keep dealing with angry men angry men are implanting this in you they're then gifting you this seed and now this seed is a part of him so that's why i always tell people at the same token be careful who you lay down with because you might be dealing with a real hateful motherfucker like you don't you don't know what the fuck is going on with him get to know the people that you that you're you're boring these children with right because you could have one means of of living your life and they could have a total other means you want to make sure that you're in an agreement with these people and you want to make sure that what you gift your children isn't something that's going to take them out early there are times where we set our children up for death based on teaching them certain behaviors that are acceptable based on the fact that they don't like something you set your baby up for the morgue imagine that imagine setting your baby up to die Because what you've taught them is that it's a lot easier for you to fuck shit up and to just verbalize it and to just deal with the consequences later than to be proactive about it and maybe be able to gift the conversation or understand that you're above this and walk away. Imagine. Imagine being able to teach your baby that there is something so much more important to life than to walk around with your nose up in the air and so much hatred in your heart for something that you really know nothing about. And each and every time we talk about these things, you know, I'm really big on the resolution. And that was really what I wanted to get to here. So if the, the, if the hate you give little infants fucks everybody, then the love that you have to give to everyone should be what would assist in the change. So how do we, how do we assist in the change? How do we offer the resolution to something that seems to continuously go on? What you do is you start at home. And you start to talk to your children about what it is that they can do in the face of somebody that they know does not like them. Let your children know that their gut feeling is the feeling that they should always go with. So at any time if they're around somebody and something does not feel right, if they are like the dragonfly, they'll understand that at this point something is in imbalance and that they need to move. Gift yourself and your children analogies that they can get with. So let them know anytime that your gut is getting these little like dragonflies in them and let them teach your babies. Anytime that your tummy is getting these little like dragonflies in them and that they, you know, something just doesn't feel really good and it feels like something's going to go wrong. Be like the dragonfly and fly away. Be like the dragonfly and move. 
Teach your children that when you're seeing these things on CNN and things of that nature, let them know that this is not the only way of doing things. Show them that this is what the TV depicts, but then I want you to find articles that the children can read that are based on peaceful protests on that exact same situation. Stop showing your kids shit from 1960 if 2019 is not displaying it. You have to show them in real time that these things are possible. Take these things away from your children and let your babies read. Educate your children. I realize that some of the most hateful people in the world are some of the most ignorant. So if you educate your babies and you give your babies a sound education and you teach them things at home, it allows them to be a lot less easily influenced from those people around them. Children, children listen to their friends way before they ever listen to their family. So also patrol who your children are around. Get to meet your children's parents. I mean, your 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 children's friends' parents. Get Meet them. Talk to them. Figure out what, what their overall ideology is figure out what they do for a living figure out what it is that they teach their children have you know harsh conversations when things like this happen in the community get together get the children together and show them that you guys are on one accord it's okay for children to watch you sit there and debate it's never okay to have your child sit there and listen to you argue stop talking to your children about the other parent if the parent is somebody that you don't get along with there's no reason no reason why you should continuously try to discredit the parent in front of the child allow the child to develop a certain type of relationship that they want with the parent at that time if the parent is not doing anything to the child in order to harm them let the child create their own narrative of what it is that the parent is doing anytime that you have a certain distaste for something or somebody around you or something that they're doing and your child does not actually understand what it is that's happening you have to allow for the child to be able to experience what it is that you're experiencing within reason so that they get it but if it doesn't directly affect the child then it has nothing to do with the child it has everything to do with you so then you need to deal with your demons and the hate that you give and figure figure that out And stop allowing the child to see what happens in the midst of you not being happy. It's okay for your child to see you cry. It's okay to explain to your child that at this moment you're not really feeling all that good. But to use the word hate and then to fuck some shit up and the baby sees it, then the baby then accepts that this is okay behavior. Because your child is always going to love you no matter what you do. And your child is a sponge and you are the first amount of matter that they are going to start to absorb. So make sure that the mass and make sure that the place that you encompass in this world and the amount of space that you take up is something meaningful so that your baby gets it. It starts with education. After education, it's implementing. Implement these behaviors into everyday beings. You're going to see hate almost every day of day if you watch the news. Take certain things outside. Go outside and see things for what they are. When your children have questions based on negativity, answer them, but answer them in a proactive way. Teach your children proactivity compared to reactivity, and that in itself is something so important. Stop teaching your child that something has to happen in order for them to have a reaction to it. Let your baby know that at times there are things that happen in life, and I'm not just saying your babies. I'm saying any child that will listen to you. Anytime that the child sees these things, if the baby can understand that there are moments where you can get ahead of things, then that is what you teach them. Teach them to get ahead of what it is that they're seeing. Explain these moments to them in real time. Don't wait until you go home to have these conversations because what they're seeing is distracting them. Look, hey, look at me. Look at mommy in her eyes. Look at uncle in his eyes. Look at cousin in her eyes. Look at grandma in her eyes. Look at auntie in her eyes. Let me explain this to you. This is what you're seeing. I am keeping you safe, but in the event that I am not around and you are seeing this, you move. You get them away far enough so that they are not in harm's way, but you explain to them in real time what is happening. Because a lot of the time what happens is when you walk away from these situations, you've then discredited what it is that they're experiencing and it does not work that way. Be mindful. Be mindful of what it is that your children are seeing. Police 
your kids. Police your kids. One more time for the people in the back. Police your kids and understand that the hate you give little infants fucks everyone. I love you. I love you. I love you. If nobody has told you today, let me be the first to say that I like you and I love you. And I will see you guys next week.